videos you will ever watch. They actually look better with the makeup on. Is his tongue out? (laughs) It does come out. Oh, I've heard this. Okay. (laughs) Look at it. It's just four buddies just walking around. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Gene Simmons looks like he's got a fart the whole time. Or he's trying to hold in the squirts. <laughs> Do you know a little background on that song? I found out today. Uh, when Kiss originally released that song, they didn't want to have it on MTV because it said lick it up. So they said they wanted to change the words to live it up. Mm-hmm. Live it up. And then Kiss is like, nah, it's lick it up. And what, I mean, they're responsible for what they say, not what you understand. Lick yeah. it up could be anything. It could be about... Ice cream cones. Yeah, when's the last time you licked it up? <laughs> Ice cream cones? It's hot in Arizona. <laughs> Actually, well, yesterday, whatever. yesterday at Wendy's. <laughs> By Wendy's, I mean the restaurant. <laughs> well, everybody, here me and Bowen. Welcome. We are rump chatting. It's been a... We're here getting... Uh, a lot of stuff done, actually. We, we've done more runt chats in the last week and a half than we have in the last six months. We're starting to take it serious. Catch up. Yeah. We've we got to take a little more serious because uh, it's just we've got so much good feedback, and and uh, it, we, we do have to put shit out when we're together. But the hard part is when you're rodeoing, like, we always go, man, we're going to record like a thousand times. And we're like, you want to record tomorrow? Let's just wait. It, it, get, it gets hard. You get like lazy. Easily. Go to Golden Corral, eat, and then be like, just want to, just want to record. Maybe after the perf, and then the perf's over, and <laughs> it rains all perf. And uh, Rump and I have not had any drinks together after the rodeo the last two nights. What? Because well, it's been a mud hole. So I get it. He's worn out. And last night and he was. I'll give it to him. He he was in the rain the whole perf. Yeah. It rained here uh, from that we start when we started. It started raining, and it didn't end until after slack. And I don't mean like it was kind of like a nice little rain. It was a doucher. Yeah, I came down. Uh, was it raining during the slack too? Oh, the whole time, dude. <laughs> I'm Let so me glad tell you, I was gone. Oh my god, you'd be glad you did not get in perf too. Uh, it was miserable. I felt bad for the contestants, kind of. Part of our crew is in it, and. It didn't look fun at all. No, but you know, I'll give it to uh, Jim Dewey Brown and, and his grounds guys. He's the best. The dirt's the best that's ever been here. I remember years. There's an old man, and he'd had the bucket like up in the air on the tractor, and then just a box blade with the teeth down, oh. and then like a triangle harrow, just a homemade harrow it. on the back, and then every it was so uneven, it would just rock back and forth, and so it was just like waves. Lean you know, with it, it. Just those. Oh my God! It was Rock bad. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a like a you know an old car with hydraulics in it bouncing down Inglewood. Oh, <laughs> you know, in my caddy. Yeah, in your caddy. But no, but kudos to them because they they've had a helicopter out there all day. I've seen that drying it out. On a side note, how hard would it be just to hover in a helicopter? Because I sit out and watch that sunbuck. Like you don't just get to chill. He's whatever helicopter steering wheel thing he had. 
it was moving the whole time. It ain't like you can just put it in neutral and just hover like and 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 uh, we were just talking about this and how stupid people are yes like stupid uh. on bobby kerr's facebook he, he took a video of it. a lot of people are doing that but uh what he someone put some on so bobby kerr put this really nice post man shout out to the prescott rodeo uh committee for going above and beyond to make sure the arena is great they brought in a helicopter to help dry the arena out what a great bunch of people this guy put on there. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? That ground's going to that ground's going to dry out uneven because that helicopter. <laughs> like, it wouldn't matter what you do. Like, if Let's they were, bitch. if they were oh. like, they brought in all new ground of the highest granule count, the most soft, perfect rodeo ground. Yeah, they, like better than the NFR. Soft. They paid it in, and be like, yeah, it's going to be real good when them horses aren't used to it because it's such good quality and something slips. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, Let's leave it, Jerry buddy. Daniel. No, I'm just kidding. No, Jerry, Jerry that, that, that's our new douche of the day. Yeah, the douche of the day, Jerry. He, uh, this guy, uh, so we put on, you know, I go, let's I tell, text around and say, put on Facebook, let's get people what they want to hear, some ideas for some shows or whatever, maybe a question. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, we'll actually, we'll introduce our guest here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, mind we'll me. You might that. recognize the voice. He has been on here almost a year ago, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy put on there ain't no funny clowns no more. They don't. We back in my day we used to do crazy stuff, tell jokes, be do crazy stuff. And I'm like, so I, I put a picture of Rump bulldogging at San Angelo on there in his clown gear. Oh hell yeah! Um, and then uh, I, I was like, hey Jerry, did you ever do this? Or how about getting on NFR multiple NFR horses during the perf in your clown gear? You didn't do that. Did it twice. And then I said, hey Jerry, Rump wants to know. I didn't say that. This I is, said this it. is conceited. I did not say it. I said it. I said, "Hey Jerry, Rump wants, to, <laughs> Rump wants to know what's good for shining gold buckles because seven of his ten are getting tarnished." Oh, How you like that? <laughs> suck it, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's gonna you hate suck, me. Jerry. Well, our guest. Sorry. Speaking of Jerry and sucking it, venting. <laughs> um, speaking of sucking, Jerry been on here hey. before. <laughs> a good Sorry. friend of mine, a good friend of Rump Chat. Actually, his name came up a couple times because people like hearing contestant stories and and what's going on. So. uh from the big town of Apache, the booming metropolis of Apache, Oklahoma. Go Warriors. Which actually, which actually features, for a small town, features several NFR Cowboys. Uh, Hunter Heron, Bryson Seacrest. Um, Blake Mendeman is our guest today. Now of Blanchard, Oklahoma, the great Shaggy. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on Hambone and Rump. Good to see you, as, a, as usual. The shag. Shag nasty. I wish shag nasty. You know, really, I was thinking, you should bring back the shag hair because it's your, a lot of work. your bulldogging was, was off the chain back in the day when you when you were shag nasty when you, and do you just had that red-ass hair and all skinny and just slamming steers and punching still people, skinny. roping calves. Yeah, you are still skinny, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you and your good metabolism. Yes. But uh, back on the 4th of July rodeo trail. And uh, so, tell us a little like, what's your what's your guys like? Who you going with? What's what's oh, about Lord. to happen? Oh, dude, what what has not happened already? And my my crew is consists of seven, sometimes eight people. Do you enter? Do you do all the entering uh, for that? Yeah, I do. That's oh. scary, ain't it? Yeah, wow. I remember when you uh, forgot <laughs> to enter me and Cody one year, but that's all another deal. That was you. I was just a kid. You was the vet. I entered us in the Extreme Bulls. <laughs> we, we entered Belt, and you didn't go, and I had to go by myself. You remember that? 
Yeah, because Maury wouldn't let me. Anyhow. Oh, shit. So tell us about it. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your uh, fourth. Hashtag summer run. <laughs> well, I got me and Devers. He's back. With, you know, he's got his wing all healed yeah, up. Yeah, I heard at the NFR. Did he tear a peck? Yeah, yeah. And he gritted it out for like six rounds. And Cody he, Devers. Yeah, he had hell with it, obviously. His peck was completely torn. And he shut her down after about seven rounds, six rounds or something. But he literally just come back at Reno and North Platte. And shit, I think he went 8,000 his first week back. He's in the top 50 now. So, no joke. Yeah, he's back. And, uh, Good to have him back, me and him, and then we got five rookies other than me and him. Uh, there's Brighton Edmondson. He's the Indian World Champion, 2019. He lives in Blanchard as well and works for me. He's he's a good young kid that's up and coming. Then uh, Travis Monroe, he lives in Blanchard too. He's uh, from Australia, the land down under. You've yeah, met him, I think, yeah. huh? Yeah. And then. Uh, we got Gus Franzen. He's the he's leading the rookie deal. Yeah, I like Gus Franzen. Carney, Nebraska. He's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. He's he, I've been around him a lot, but he's been in with us, and he's he's a good young hand. And then uh, Mason Couch. You know Mason. I don't know Mason yet. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a good good young kid too. That's kind of getting in the mix. Got a couple of good horses. Uh, Bryn Roy. Do you know Bryn? Yeah, he's from the Canadian. Uh, that played football and the yeah, CFL yeah. and yeah, yeah. He was out last night. He's a big t- like he's he's stout. That dude's built, dude. Like oh, he's yeah. he's not your average bulldogger. Yeah, like, he he actually rode my horse last night, but he he's uh he's riding on with us too. But we we got a little everything. We got a Canadian, an Indian, and an Australian, and just a little mix a of everything. Couple gingers. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we don't discriminate. That's already, right for so sure. How, so how, so love, you have to run two buddy groups. Yeah, it's it's a little chaotic, man. We got a little spread out over the fourth, like. But honestly, I think Trav's got to turn out of Livingston. We couldn't get him traded there, but if we make a photo finish at St. We're at St. Paul in the morning. I got to catch Ooh. a flight at six a.m. in Vegas, which is not good these days. No, that's no, scary. We get there at eight twenty, and the slack starts at nine. It's forty five minutes to the arena. We're like twentieth down, so we're gonna. You know anybody that drives fast that lives in Portland that would go to St. Paul? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't. It's going to be a little hectic. Talk so, to Randy Carley. He's from <laughs> Silverdale, Washington. Yeah. So uh, tell some of our listeners, because this was actually a question that they wanted to ask. Is like, and Explain kind of the entering process, you oh. know, how, how you, you know, and I don't even understand it. You know, you get preferences, but you get, you know, is there NFR exemptions or something like yeah, that? Or, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm pretty green on it. Like, I've, I'm 37 and rode it for a long time. I've never really entered fully like I am now, but I've always tried to pay attention. I've rode with Hunter, Stockton, Mickey G, a bunch of guys. They, they know what's going on. I I paid attention some of the time. I guess it paid off a little bit. But we've been getting up all right. You just kind of play your odds. You don't want to enter stupid because if you get popped, you're Explain going right to the front. stupid. Well, say, say you're wanting to go Saturday night, but there's 30 guys asking for it, and they only take 10. Your odds of getting that are not very good. So, like, you maybe you can go Thursday night, but it's not exactly what you want, but you can make it easy and you're not going to have to turn it out. You know, you might, hey, man, let's just go this night. Go with your best chance. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you got to roll the dice. I mean, especially this time of the year. I mean, there's times where you're like, man, this is going to suck if we don't get it, but it's kind of your only option when you're trying to go to St. Paul that adds the kind of money St. Paul does. Like, we rolled the dice, and that's why we're – having to do the shit we're doing tomorrow because it's the only thing we can do because we didn't get our preference. We were trying to go later in the week, 
and everybody was trying to go later and we didn't get it so now we're rolling that we're we're just kind of adapting that's what i tell these young guys hey man it ain't always going to be sunshine and swimming pools like we got to adapt when we're out here they're they're getting the hang of it how did y'all end up together because like you said that's a that's a whole group there like yeah yeah well brighton he's lived with me he lived with me for about a year and worked for me and me, me and him we get after it and grind and been practicing planning on to go together and he actually got hurt last year so that's why i was with jewel endeavors which i'd rodeoed with devers a little bit and so me and brighton was we were planning on going this year and then uh then trav he called me up just out of the blue out of australia and was like hey man i'm i'm travis monroe um i want to come to the u.s and bulldog and work a little bit and i'm like hey dude you, you got the right place come on down here blanchard <laughs> so he, he's been there ever since so he's kind of just joined in the last seven or eight months and then uh bryn i'd hazed for bryn a couple times maybe last year he was pretty green and he's just asking me my plans needed something to ride at denver and i was like sure get on he rode and he's like hey man i just like keep entering with y'all and we had an open spot so he just kept in her. So I was, that's kind of the four main buddy group that I've had all year. And then uh, Devers got healed up, and he was by himself because Jewel, he's getting old, you know. He retired. <laughs> and uh, He retired? Oh, he uh, did? Uh, yeah, as we said. But then he goes to Garden City and wins, like, third. Like, I don't know why. Is he's he retired? retired, Is retired it, re- yeah, probably retired probably. as in just circuit rodeoing. Well, that's what I thought. He didn't go to North Platte the other day, but uh, he, you know he'll be over there at Dodge. Oh, yeah. You know he'll be there. He's like a mythical hero in <laughs> Ford County, Kansas. As long as he remembers to enter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Huh. But, but, yeah, he – but, anyways, I went with them last year. Endeavors, he got healed up. So, I was like, hey, you want to you want to rodeo? Obviously, he said, yeah. And he was kind of by himself. So, why don't we work two buddy groups? I got four, and I said, diesel's high. We could – I got four horses. And then I seen Mason and Gus were at Duval's. And I was like, hey, what are y'all's plans? And they're like, man, we don't really know. And I was like, let's just get two buddy groups going. And I like them guys bulldog good and kind of like their horses. And so is, like all your horses, is all your horses together? Uh, sometimes. Like, I just got my two here. Devers has got his two. We rode uh, Mason's at Oakley this morning. He's actually got a rig out here, too, but he's taking it. Brighton made the short round at Greeley. So they left Oakley or going to Greeley. Me and Trav caught a plane back to here. Devers and Gus are going from they where were they at? Oh, they were here last night. They're headed to St. Paul because I mean we got all scattered at here in St. Paul. It messed our whole deal up. Mm, so yeah. we're just all over the place. I I can't even imagine. I remember in my little small <laughs> rodeo in time, you know, <laughs> help yourself. With, those were my pickles. You can have one. Uh, he might eat them all. I know it, but like the so we'll eat. I will. <laughs> I know, the, the I, know the, I know the key to uh, the keypad to this trailer to get in during the perf. Anyhow, <laughs> but like, can you even get any rest? No. When you're on a plane at six <laughs> and you're sitting there going, "Son of a bitch, we got to haul ass." Once you once the you thing get about there, it though, I mean, obviously you got a lot invested, but with contestants, like you don't make it. Like the show goes on. If like you or something, if it was us. Like <laughs> had to do a rodeo and we, you know, had we're to, late. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of affects it a little, you yeah. know, more. But I get nervous about showing up the day of when I'm driving. Yeah, you know? I see. I, I can't. I can't show up day of. Like I've done it. Before, I would be a nervous wreck if I was rodeoing. <laughs> like you guys rodeo because you know, no, like so who's who's gonna pick you up at Portland? We don't know that yet, really. Well, we got a few more hours. Yeah, you got like <laughs> nine hours. You'll figure yeah. it out by then. Well, if we, worst comes to worst, maybe we'll get a. Uh, Uber driver that's on a bender. 
had a, and he's still jacked up. Just give him a little I bump. all ass. And make his over there. You Go know? to cocaineuber.com. <laughs> we go fast and not just in our cars. We need someone not a pussy to get us there. <laughs> so then once you get down Bulldog in St. Paul, you got a rig here. See, my wife and kids, they're here. So they're going to drive my rig to Salt Lake. They're going to drop us off at Vegas, get my rig to Salt Lake. Trav, he's going to catch a ride to Red Lodge, him and Bryn. And I'm going to fly back to Salt Lake, and I'm going to drive my rig to Red Lodge and meet them. We're going to Red Lodge, Cody. And then I'll have – we got to pick Mason. See, Mason and Brighton, they're flying back here the second. And then they're going to fly to Bozeman. When I go to Red Lodge and Cody, I'll go pick them up on the third. And then me, Mason, Brighton, and uh, Bryn – or no, not Bryn – Trav will be all together, and we go, we're going to go to the Dakotas, go to Mobridge, Kildeer and Mobridge in the same day on the 4th. So, shit. for all the listeners out there, if you <laughs> – That's rodeo. A little recap. Uh, shit's going everywhere. <laughs> Holy cow. Scattered. Scattered tur. Oh, well, you know what, though? It's, it is Cowboy Christmas. I mean, it's that time where everybody puts in, but like you said, with fuel being – so cheap uh Mm -hmm. having the more people damn sure helps absolutely and man i I think trav may be the only one that have to has to turn out we're gonna make everything if i mean depending on tomorrow tomorrow is gonna be sketchy but i figured if we turn our first one out we still get to run our second one and the rounds there pay about four thousand so you still got a chance of good money yeah yeah Yeah, that's good it's gonna be uh you haven't been on since maury tate has been on Oh, Mo Betta. And the Mo Betta, he, he was telling some night rodeo stories, but kind of the cool thing, I don't know if we talked about this when Blake was on Slack chat last year at Essence Park, <laughs> but before Blake was making the finals and kicking ass and got 92 dudes in a buddy group and flying around the country, <laughs> he was the top, one of, well, second best uh, Maury Tate workers at the Cody <laughs> Night Rodeo. <laughs> what? For a couple summers... Uh, well, one summer, me and Blake were Maury's main hired men. We were proud oh of a big God. deal. How did there. anything get done? We got some shit done. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, but we got some shit done. Oh. Yeah. You guys keep talking. I forgot. I got to go. This lady needs a microphone for Happy Hearts. What's Happy Hearts? It's a it's a special needs rodeo, oh. so I got to go. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. You better get on that. Yeah. Hey, All right. Have fun. No, so anyhow... Being uh, the Cody Knight. Oh, 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 shit. I just dumped my You're good. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> On the, the set of Rump Chat good has job, fallen Brody. apart. Oh, wait, that's Hambone. Hambone has just spilled his delicious iced tea beverage <laughs> all over his beautiful camper. But, um, but, yeah, you know, like going back to Cody, do you ever, like when you go back there for the pro rodeo? Because I know, like, when I clowned it, you know, you got a lot of memories in Cody also. Oh, Isn't yeah. it kind of cool to, like, think about – how it used to be at the old Cody Night Rodeo. Oh yeah, dude. It's a it's a pretty cool place. I I never really do any good there at the big rodeo. I I think I've won one check and I we used to kick ass there. Like you think that shit would rub off, but I, I'm gonna have to do some work there this well, year. It was pretty easy to kick ass there when there was what, four of us that entered? B B R J. Bradley Rowell Junior and Company. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But, I mean, that place is cool. And, and more he was on, he told some pretty good old stories. Uh, we didn't really get in any Blake stories. Oh, well, yeah. You I know, got a few stories from Cody. Hell, yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You stayed in the most piece-of-shit camper of all time. That that if I wonder what my wife would think about that. 
camper now. She, I mean, she hung out there a little bit. I mean, that's where I met my wife. I mean, in but, Cody. Okay, so for our listeners at home, the camper that Blake stayed in. Okay, if you've ever seen like in Portland <laughs> where there's old abandoned campers that people live in, I'm talking like bad 1972 timber tuckness. No running water. Just the shell of a camper. Hey, that one room in the back, like, and this camper wasn't what did you say, twelve foot long, fourteen? It was. It was at least fourteen foot. Okay, fourteen. But there was a room on one end that had the bathroom in it that was probably a good four foot. So that made it ten. Other than that, we didn't even go in that room because it was so disgusting, moldy. Just stay out of that room, anybody that comes by. Well, you, what it, didn't it cost you like five hundred bucks to buy that, or did Maury buy that? No, we never even bought it. We just went and picked it up at Timbers. We just kind of used it. <laughs> oh, it was Timbers. Dude, we took it back. Timbers like, yeah, just take it to my house. And, you know, what is it, 30 minutes down there in Matitzi? I yeah. think, like, the side come off of it when we was taking it back. <laughs> like, it was flopping out. And we just kind of shimmied it in there and hauled ass. Like, it, was, it wasn't very good. The but, cut, but there are, at the Cody Night Rodeo, there is a lot of, People will stay in anything. Oh, yeah. We wasn't scared by but, no means. I mean, like, over there, well, there's pins now, but back when that was RV plug-ins, you'd go over there, and there was literally a guy that had a, um, a big motorhome that had no motor. <laughs> they, Junior A had that motorhome. With no, Junior A. He had that motorhome pulled in, and then, like, people would get on, like, uh, Craigslist and just buy, like, the shittiest sliding campers then they'd set it just right on the ground <laughs> just abandon it and leave and they would just stay there <laughs> you buy a not a roof air but one of those like go to walmart get like a 200 hundred dollar window air unit because you can shower oh you yeah know. nice showers nice right showers there. real nice showers and, thank you know, god yeah uh but at the time it was it's kind of amazing really when you think about it what an awesome place just to go and stay and rodeo if you're young and single, and but like I will tell you this too, the bad part of the night rodeo is it's probably good for one year. Oh yeah. But then after that year, as as a contestant, it comes so monotonous. That it's oh. like yeah, whatever. Like it it kind of ruined me in a way. I went two and two is excessive. I mean, I got some good out of it my second year, but it was. Two is excessive, but sure enough, that first year, get out there and learn how to win and shoot, put some money in your pocket, which I think the silver dollar got most of it back. <laughs> but oh, my goodness. How much money did we spend in that stuff? The silver guess. dollar bar in Cody is just a magical place. <laughs> and, you know, I know that I'm old now, like, because I can't go, like, after the perf, I'm lucky if I step for a cocktail afterwards. Oh, By the man. time the rodeo's over, I want to take a shower and lay on the couch. Oh, just Kick chill. off some TV, but... When we used to be young and wild, if you would get a free beer if you cast your check. If you so if you want a check at the Cody Night Rodeo, you go in after, you get your check, you go to the silver dollar, you cash it. If there was five steer wrestlers it paid two hundred and fifty dollars. If there was four, it paid one twenty five and fifty. Yeah, yeah. Was that right? Uh, something yeah, something like that. So you go in there. Two, I think it was two hundred for first if there was five. Right. And then one twenty five and maybe fifty if there was less than five or something like that. So five was your number. Yeah, so in the stereos and action my first year there was I'm I made I think sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah. 
I may, I think that was about where I was at the first year I went close to the second year, too. Because yeah. I think I was winning uh, around $1,200 a week. Oh, yeah. And then plus I was getting paid just a monster check from Mo Betta for labor. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I was even joking with Maury. I think the, the I worked it out. Uh, I was making around $3.09 an hour. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> As a trucker slash... <laughs> Loading cattle, running the necro, being a shoot boss. Oh yeah, working the arena sometimes. Do we announcing, clowning? You kind of was the all around hand around there. You you had your hand in a little bit of everything around there, didn't you? I did, and I it was great for a while. Like the first year was amazing, but then the second year was you know what? Thirty I, packs of Keystones were in trouble around Cody come August. <laughs> oh, I know. And speaking of thirty packs of Keystone, you know. uh Jordo Holland's going to be on again, uh, Rump Chat. While we're here, we're going to record with him. Oh wow! But like, I watched this rock documentary, and they're talking about like Steven Tyler and these guys and why they drank so much and did so much drugs. And they're like, because it just keep it interesting when you sing the same songs and you know oh, yeah. cruise around and all oh, this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I could see that because yeah. you know at the at the night rodeo, it's just so monotonous like every day. And, and for all y'all that don't know the Cody Night Rodeo is June 1st through August 31st. 90 nights of rodeo in a row. Solid. So, like, you would, you would enter every day, and then you'd go there, and it's the same people, and the same thing happens. And, like, it's just – it's so much different because, like, you were talking about going to all these rodeos over the 4th, but each one of your 4th of July rodeos are, like, have their own life force. Yeah, kind of unique, each one. There's something different in everyone. Location, style, everything. Yeah, like here the team roping, both the, the team roping head and healer come out of the out of the same box, which on a side note, um, sending out prayers and speedy recovery to Clay Smith, yeah. who shattered his leg oh. in a barrier accident. Yeah, I've seen that. That was horrible, man. The barrier came out, wrapped around his leg, caught his spur, oh. and spun his foot. 360 degrees that's terrible he's so, one of the nicest guys in the prca too. oh man there it's hard to beat like he's he's such a great guy he's yeah. he's not my favorite team roper but he's up there roping sucker too i like joseph harrison he's my new number one yeah Joe. joseph harrison jay Corkill. southeast isn't he in southeast oklahoma yeah you know? marietta oh yeah hell yeah but um then anyhow i mean to to go to all these different rodeos and, and especially cody over the fourth livingston Red Lodge. Uh, I'd never been in a – well, I was in one perf, and I think I was with you when we went up there, and uh, they had the oh shit section. Uh, do you remember those? So that whole section of people, like – Where were you talking Every about time it? you'd wreck, they'd go, oh, <laughs> shit. You don't remember those? Uh, I, I kind of do that you talk about. Dude, I got to tell a story about Red Lodge, though, when we went and made that trip to Red Lodge. I got to tell it, and I'm sorry it's on you, Rump. But, okay. But it ain't terrible – but it's funny. We were headed up there. What was the kid's name that rode Bronx that just got dick slammed after dick slammed? And But he was like 15, and he was ready to party Dave. and ride Bronx. <laughs> I've, that Dave. kid I found. Watch out. Yeah, yeah. Dave, he was he was with us, and me, and Jade, and you. You had already went. You had went in the slack. Me and Jade were in a perf. And you're like, hell yeah, man, I'll just go with you guys. Drink some beer on the way up there. Just hang out. Like, Fuck yeah. Or hell yeah, come on. So we get up there, and, dude, you're telling this story about, we're like, what would you do up here, Rump? And you're like, man, I had this big red piece of shit. And he's like, 
his horns were short and he was big. And I was like, no shit. He's like, man, I threw him down, but I was like 25 on him, but he was a hunk of shit. And we're like, well, that sucks. You know, like one header, red lodge, you know, like whatever. So we get up there to the perf and there he is, the steer that you had. And you're like, there's that piece of shit right there. Like, this sorry, you know, and we're like, damn, he and he was ugly. Like he he did not look like a bull. I know, I remember his number. It was twenty three. Yeah, and okay, we get up there, and we're like, damn, Warner's got him. Well, it's it, and, and Luke Branquino is in his prime right there. I mean, pretty much in his prime, you know, two thousands. He's winning, winning the world and shit, and, and and Luke's got him. We're like, well, we'll see how bad he is right here, up. And this Luke did wear this some bitch out, but. To Rump's defense, it was a great run, and it was the world jam. We were like, oh, he wasn't that bad. Well, but also in my defense, I was the first guy out in slack. You entered me, I think, that weekend. <laughs> Invalid. <laughs> I was the first run of the Cody Stampede. I was the first one at Red Lodge. And for the record, I was winning Red Lodge. That year? Yeah. That was when you had the one look I know. at. I was very first out. <laughs> I threw so, him down. Yeah, that's like those guys, you know, the I first did. weekend of October. Hell, I'm, it. I'm six in the world. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to Rosenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Bileville. I just, I never did good Fourth of July. Well, the oh, one year I did. It's tough, man. The year I blew my knee out when everything was lining up like it was supposed to, and then Snapperuski. Yeah. But, you know. But uh, it's, it's Luke, too. I mean. That's hard. It's the five-time world champion. Yeah, I mean, like one of the, maybe the goat, the greatest yeah, ever. Yeah, if we yeah. had to give you shit anyway, though. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't care. I mean, I'm glad I loosened that steer up so Luke well, can yeah. look like a champ on him. You're welcome, Luke. Luke, <laughs> did you know? And I will say this: like, I didn't. I wasn't in a good mind space back then. You know, like, trucking and stock contracting. Why yeah. Not? Well, you know, I'd had no money, and we we're living in that piece of junk house, and and just. Nothing really was going in my direction, you know. It's over, you know. I was like, man, I just hope I can draw a toot and win some cash, because my plan was if I won Cody, I was going to quit working for Maury. What the hell, man? I'm still thinking that same thing. (laughs) 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 If I can win some cash, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you know, I was like, man, this kind of sucks, you know. And 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 I just, I don't know. I went to three rodeos over the fourth that year. Was my and I was done in like a day because <laughs> I think I had two of them in the same. Yeah, I was at Red Lodge Slack and Cody. Co- Cody, because yeah. Red Lodge Slack started at some stupid at like six thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, some ridiculous hour. That I, I bet you wasn't near as stressed as our Fourth of July is this year. That year though, I bet it's a little easier you, going for you. You know, it's yeah, Red Lodge to Cody. I yeah. mean, ooh, hell yeah. It's funny that you say that because I had a guy a while back. And I was talking about bulldogging and how I miss it, and, you know. And you can ver- you can verify this to Rump Chat. I was pretty good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Rump I still could have do it. I still have the record, the fastest time at Duval's. Oh yeah, I remember you at uh, A Duddles and stuff. See, you was you was with Henderson and them, and I was green, green. Like yeah. I was maybe had my permit, but You're I remember seeing prepubescent. you. Prepubescent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just old greenhorn out there, but I remember you doing some winning. Y'all, like, that, that crew was dirty, dude. Y'all would roll up well, to the prairie in, circuit in and just whip ass. 2008, I had a pretty badass <clears throat> year. About won the circuit, but the thing about it was this guy, he he was telling me, he's like, yeah, something about, yeah, you suck, you couldn't make it, man. And I'm like, what do you mean I couldn't make it? That's the only reason you're clowning, because you suck so much at bulldogging. 
I'm like, thank God I suck at bulldogging. <laughs> right now, I'm really thinking that because guess here's my 4th of July run. I started here two days ago. I get over here on the 4th. <laughs> I'll be here for eight performances in which I win every performance. Damn every right. one. Then, when Hell this yeah. dude's over, I'm going to load up my big trailer Winning again. with my wife and kids, and we're going to East Estes Park, Colorado, where we will stay with Hambone and Gus and Whitney in our trailers for another eight days. <laughs> Ter- yep. Terrible place to hang out, too. Oh, I know. That's this I far. love it. We're gonna, we Drinking are going to coffee in the morning. Again. Yeah, we're going to do Enter slack. Enter for slack. Oh, we're there. But as, as much as I love, I still love bulldogging. But, I mean, I'm I'm glad it didn't work out because this, this gig I got's pretty cool. You oh, know? absolutely. Even uh, with, uh, with, you know, having to deal with haters online, fuck them. I mean, <laughs> buck them. Buck stock. Bucking stock. <laughs> buck stock. You might be. Driving to Pickens' yeah, trailer. Yeah, I might be driving Might be driving a semi to Scott Pickens, if you got, have seen. Got KO'd. He's the guy he's that trendy. run the neck rope. Did you see I that video? I heard about that. I didn't see it, but and I it heard was about it. It was a fluke deal. The, the, the hoof of the horse, the leg of the horse, bucking horse, went through the between the top rail and the second rail oh. of the chute. Like, I mean, perfectly. It didn't get held up or nothing. It's like he purposely did it. It was crazy because Scott, uh, it's one of the things, he was in the right position. He was just, you know, and. Pulls down on that he necro. He's a gate man, is that what you said? Well, he's a... Uh, the necro, run the yeah, necro? Yeah, he's run the necro. Okay. He's uh, 4L Diamond S, Bucking okay. Bulls. And, All right. and he's really short. Yeah, and so, it. I mean, if it had been you, it had yeah. hit you square in the chest How's probably. he doing? I mean... I well, talked to him today. He's, did you talk to yeah, him? So I texted him. But. He said he's still uh, kind of gets dizzy and a little nauseous. I mean, it was a severe concussion. Yeah. Ugh. So they were going to see if Wyatt... Um, White from the Rafter G. White Gay was going. White Gay, yeah. He was going to see about flying up here. I mm-hmm. told him I said, hey, "If you want me to drive, you want me to drive that Peter about this park, you let me know." I'll crack back out, buddy. Oh, he wants to go throw that well, bone. So and I actually bad. thought it'd be oh, kind of cool. Bull. I thought it'd be kind of cool because the four L Diamond S got a, a pretty nice three seventy nine Pete. Got my flyest truck. Huh? And I thought, man, me and I'll take little Mandy with me. You know, my little boy and stick. Oh, he'd him love there, that. And I would just stick I, him in the back with. I will give that. I will smash that pumpkin as we call it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got me an old big truck just the other day. Yeah, I saw on Facebook. I saw your Hell post yeah. on Facebook. So it's pretty cool. You're a family guy. Yeah, yeah. You got your. You got a big truck, and uh, you had the kids in the back, and you got one with you. And for the kids, that's gonna be awesome to have a big ass sleeper to chill in while y'all oh, drive. Yeah, yeah, they're stoked, man. We. We were last minute. I had my truck. You know, it's got some miles on it. You know how I roll. And the one that you drove to Denver that didn't have a heater, so yeah, you had a it. propane heater Got that working, though. Got that working, though. <laughs> yeah, but you had a propane. Rump was so worried about me. Well, you had carbon monoxide yeah, poison. Did you ventilate? He said, Shaggy, he said, dude, like he had this serious look. He's like, you're going to, you need to be careful. You're going to kill you that deal in there. And I said, Shag, or I said, Rump. So will freeze or freezing to death. It is negative one, and I we know. don't have a heater. Did you crack a window or something? Oh yeah, we had it down they, to a patent. They had the, you know the the, the heaters you screw into a propane bottle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's what they had in their pickup. It fits perfect in your cup holder in a 2019 Dodge, and it'll kind of fog up on you. You got to crack the windows from time and time again. Hey, that's when Trav he gets here from Australia, right? And he's like. Yeah, I'd like to come bulldog, do some rodeo, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude, come on. Well, we entered Denver. He's greener and shit, you know, and he's like, well, he don't know nothing that's going on. I'm like, we're on Denver, and I, we take off, and I can't, I ain't got, I ain't got it fixed. I ain't got time to get it fixed, and we're, I'm like, dude, we got to roll. That's all I got. We had a cold son of a bitch. Well, it don't get cold in Australia. So this Trav, he's bared down over there, and he, 
he makes it the whole way, and I'm like, this Trav, if he stays hooked through this, he might be a real go-getter because <laughs> I rodeo with Shaggy going to Denver, and, and it was negative one, and we did not have a heater. Screw that. <laughs> but now you got a big truck, so it's, yeah, yeah. And it's got a heater and an air conditioner? Yeah, I got all that fixed. And, uh, man, I, I got some good people on my team that I've gotten hooked up with, and I was fortunate enough to get that truck right before we – took off he come at a, a sponsor of mine uh groundhog construction he he helped me out and we got hooked up and got all set up so i'm super blessed to i didn't think you knew that. how to drove drive a semi because last year at estes park when we stayed the day after the rodeo you had to have me come move jules truck <laughs> well, it's an automatic <laughs> that was a standard oh you can't drive a you oh i just never tempted newens <laughs> volvo driving son of a bitch hey it's a it's no freight liner now come on now ain't no volvo big shaker it's no got one of them Cummins in it. Uh, come on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. This to is that. A trucker talk. I'm out on this. Yeah, I don't really know the trucker talk. I, I just oh know God. that some bitch has an air conditioner, a heater, and it's safer than my truck, so we're good. How awesome is that though? Like to have the family with you, even though it's a lot of a lot of moving around. Oh, it's great, dude. I man, I've rodeoed a little bit here the last few years, and it 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 really sucks when you gotta leave out head out and they're sitting there and the boys are getting yeah. bigger and man they're getting involved in riding and like to be in the mix a little bit so it's wonderful man i, I it sucks leaving it really does I know. right I, with me i was thinking about that the other day you know with the triplets and you know being in that trailer all the time sometimes it's hard oh yeah you know especially you know they're eight years old and sometimes they get to fight and <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you yeah. know they fight they they will damn i mean fight oh, the yeah. when it's on it's on it. but you know like there, there's hard times like that where it's like come on kids just get along because they're all three eight you know but yeah. other times like i i was thinking you know what i'd rather have my family with me and yeah. have some days that oh, are hard yeah. than not have them you know yeah, cause, yeah i mean i'm gonna be three weeks after i'll be 10 days here but Witt and gus are coming to estes and then for the only from tuesday to saturday and then they fly out and i don't have them for three weeks yeah that yeah. sucks that really sucks gus is two and a half you know oh, what yeah. i mean talking Plus, and, oh yeah it's good memories and i know gus is still pretty little but like with my oh, kids man and with your kids they're, they're gonna be able to look back and go man my dad took us and yeah well, you know, we, we got to floating do this. floating with tuck and webb and smash and we, we all went floating down the uh at casper the river there right you know shoot that was great yeah. great watch the watch hachi the they're stoked for Estes because there's a giant trout lake and there's some hardcore fisher fishermen you, in my. Did rig. you guys bring bikes? No, you can rent Shit. them. They got that awesome bike track over there. I'm about to slay it. Oh yeah, yeah across the street. Yeah. Hey, my wife we, was like, "Let's go to this haunted house deal up there," and I was like, "Hell no!" Oh, to Stanley. Yeah, and yeah. She, she likes it. It's not like a haunted that. house. It's, it's not. A bad it's, house. Yeah, it's. It's oh, not. Okay. It's not as it's haunted a tour. as Irma. It's a yeah. It's a tour. It's okay. not scary. Well, I remember go, your wife was it. talking about. It and I was like, go with Rump's wife. She she would go. I don't well, like they go. Shit. They go. Uh, they go have mimosas up there. Mm. So send her with the ladies. I don't know what morning they're going to do it. But well, here's what happens. Then you can. The kids got to go with us. You can go, go with fishing. me and Rump. <laughs> yeah. we, did, we did dad morning last year, and so Lauren Siler, uh, who's married to Andy Siler, the NFR announcer, and yeah. she is beautiful. My wife and Whitney. And I don't know who else, so they do this girls' morning. So what it, what girls' morning is is they go to the Stanley Hotel and drink champagne. What are those? They're mimosas. Mimosas. Mimosa. And then they come back about one thirty, drunk, maybe two o'clock, giggling, pretty tooted, <laughs> pretty tooted up. And they give me a new shit, Hambone. They, I know. 
Can you believe that? But they, they but they only do it one day. Yeah, yeah. we like, do it, it even we, noon. We what do the it, hell. We do it daily when yeah, we're we together. It, but we're doing it for a living. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I you ain't gonna believe this, bro. I I quit drinking. That's good. Yeah. Been off of it for about since Denver. Really? Yeah. God, I should. I dropped some lbs. I I go out in spurts. Like I'll go for a while, like a month, and not, not me. I try to go like during like midweek without yeah. drinking beer, yeah. just beer. Yeah. Got to have my Weller. Why the shit? I just was like, man, I've drank beer really heavily, pretty consistently since uh, high school. I was like, yeah, I'll just see what it's like not to drink beer. That's I feel great when I'm not doing it. It's just hard to get to that point of not. Yeah, it's nice. When it's hot, man, it's nice when it's hot. Or going to a Mexican restaurant. Oh. That sucks, man. Not having a dose of Sucks ass right there. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to stay. I ain't going to stay out. I ain't gonna do yeah, it. well, that's good, though. Especially yeah, when you're we'll see. Especially when you're rodeoing. I mean, think about how much you could spend on booze. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. It, everything costs so much. Like, just for my family of five. <laughs> just yeah. We went to Panda Express, which, I mean, that's not fast food, but it's not expensive. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. $57. Yeah, I love Panda. We went to Rosa's or Rosita's or whatever. Rosa's Pizzeria. Here in Prescott. It's that, so good. Best of time. Oh, really? So good, dude. I have never had anything better than that place. And so for five of us to eat there was $92. Yeah, come yeah. on. We went to the Mexican joint right down here yesterday, 68 bucks for four of us. Like, yeah, so I mean, Damn. if you think about it, I spent five hundred dollars at Walmart today. <laughs> Case you did, yeah. Got some but it's for your paper dad. And a lawn chair. <laughs> but you know, if you think about it, though, like especially your your boys, they do some. They're going to be going through some food. The best thing for y'all is going to be cooking. Is to, nope to do like Bronk Rumford did. Okay, we're not going to eat breakfast. We're going to go to Golden Corral. <laughs> Split we're, a plate. Nope, you, you can eat all you want from eleven to one. <laughs> We get there at 11, leave about 1, and then that's when you ate. That's what he ate. He's like a snake where you just eat a bunch at once and then spend the next couple days digesting it, you know. But uh, shit's expensive. And and I know we don't don't talk political on here, but everything's expensive. It's stupid. And so from a contestant, everybody's been talking about this too. Entries at rodeos come fall. Not even fall. After Cheyenne. After Cheyenne in August. I'm scared. What's You're in the loop on the contestant. What's everybody kind of – is anybody going, well, if we don't have this much money won by this, we're going to quit and go home? And Or what's what's kind of the word on the street? Man, you know, honestly, I haven't even really thought about it. Man, I just try to keep task at hand. We're in Prescott today. I like that. We're going to go win here today, and if we continue to do that, that shit don't even matter. Well, and if – I, I, I guess if you think about it, you know, you got more guys in the group. Yeah. So it maybe, obviously, that eases off a lot. Yeah. So it's not that much more. Like you and I, run, we're on our own. Yeah. Like it cost me seven hundred and fifty dollars to get out here from yeah. San Angelo. Yeah. It's only Same. fourteen and a half hour drive. Yeah. So that's man, sucks. I I don't know, man. There's gonna be guy. I hope all of us are still rolling. But man, I, hope so I just too. I just I just try to keep control of what I got. And if my plan is to make the NFR, you know, and I mean to do that. You ain't got time to go home. You got to stay out here and win. So I'm just going to try to keep hey, that mindset. How much you got one right now? I got right at ten. You know, I'm behind the gun a little bit, but it's it's time to to catch up tonight. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty easy to. It's pretty easy if you can hit a good lick. Yeah, one good lick. I think I went the year I made it. I went thirty-seven thousand in July. Yeah, didn't? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? Okay, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a Cinderella story because didn't your wife tell you, "Hey, if you haven't won anything by Estes Park, you're done." 
Well, I mean, not not that she was yeah. being a bitch about, it, but she was just, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Just really. like you got to have those conversations. Yeah. Shoot, dude, I, I'm gonna tell you straight up. But we were at Reno, and you know, Hunter, he's he's won the world a couple times, and I'm I'm pretty green getting out there, just really rodeoing. I've done it a couple three times, but not like, and he's rattling off. Man, we're going here, here. We're flying here. Da 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 da. Just kind of like I just told y'all, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, I need to do some winning. I'm like, if I don't win, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So we get to Reno. I don't do any good. I got my horses. Drew Melvin, he comes out. He he rides my horse. He he does really well. He wins like I don't even know. He won second. I would say he probably won seven or eight thousand roughly. Yeah. And he 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 won. He made me like a thousand in mount money or fifteen hundred. So I'm back. I'm back in the game. I'm back in the game after Reno. Yeah. And then we go over the fourth, and man, I I won a little. I'm gonna say four or five thousand, but you know that's pretty well breaking even when you're entering like we're entering over the fourth when you win four thousand. That ain't really much. Yeah, that's. I mean, you're just staying afloat. And then we get the next week is Estes, and he's like, same thing. We got all these plans to go and. Dude, I, I run a steer, got him laid down, was five, come back on my second one, and got a good one. I'm like, hell yeah. I make a decent run. I'm like 4-3. Three. And 4-3, three, I thought, no, I ain't going to win shit. And I, was in, I was right at the first of the second round. I was maybe winning second in the second round and second, in the, maybe fourth in the average second, second round. I was pissed. I was like, I'm done. I'm toast, man. I ain't going to win shit here. I was down to the bottom of the barrel at this point. And I'll be damned if all them perfs, I, they didn't move me any. There was four perfs, and I stayed the same. Damn, and isn't I won, that crazy? Yeah, I won $1,200 or 1000 bucks. Following week, Sheridan, Casper, all that, I think I won uh, 14000 that next week. I dinged, Dang. them, dinged their ass, and then it was just right into Then you're Cheyenne. back and like, man, shit, yeah. Yeah, dude. But Cheyenne was your jam. Yeah, and then I went to Cheyenne week, won 10 or 12. Went to Salinas, won second, won like seven. I mean, it was... Spanish, one's money at Spanish. I mean, everywhere we went, it's just winning. So, I, just, I mean, you just got to get on a roll. Well, and plus, like I feel, too, once you start winning, it seems easier to keep winning. Oh, absolutely. You get that confidence, man, and you, you don't think anybody can beat you. I, I, the more I, I've rodeoed and learned and been around it, you got to get out of your own way sometimes. That's what costs you from winning more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Like mentally, that's what I – Yeah, dude. It, I struggle with it to this day sometimes, but – you can't let it get in your way if you're going to because rodeo. winning winning is um, habit forming, but so is losing. Yes, sir. It's yes, like a college football coach right there. <laughs> you're exactly right, though, dude. You, I'm a firm believer now. I've, I've listened to some people and stuff, and if you believe it and you you, pre, you you believe it thoroughly and you do it and you practice it and you yeah. just have good vibes about it, it's going to happen, you know. But if you're like you said, negative, down, or sour. Not not saying it's always going to go good if you're positive, but more likely, man, it's going to – you're going to you know, suck if, it, if you're negative about some stuff. Some people are just – it seems like some people are winners. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, while I'm not a contestant, I can – I'm a big rodeo fan, which I watch all these guys. Like, you know, I'll, I'll go watch Slack. I'll go watch, watch the Rough Stock guys. And, like, the college finals this year, you know, I feel like I can almost tell by watching – which guys are going to be successful or not? You know what I'm saying? Their demeanor and how they carry themselves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and and there's so much talent. You know, like like watching Gus at the the college finals and Ken Cade Henry and Macon Murphy and um, 
Oh, uh, shoot the guy that the kid that won the Bulldog. Walt, because, Walter. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Oba's boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like the winners, the winners find a way to win. You know, don't make excuses and kick ass and you know. And yep. so I, I just I that's where I went wrong. I guess I wasn't a well. I wasn't would, a winner, but you know what? I'm glad to I'm glad to be where I'm at now. I hundred mean, percent, dude. You are a winner because you're winning where you're at right now, and then what, probably bulldogging or whatever you did before you got here. I'm sure that carried you into right where you're well, at right now, too, I, man. I love bulldogging, dude. I'm never going to quit love bulldogging. Like being out in the arena, and which is funny because uh, sometimes on the Cowboy Channel, the these people will write on there. Well, Justin Rumford's always, you know talking during the bulldogging well i'm talking to the bulldoggers hell yeah because the thing of it is like it's because i think it's badass like you know but i i'm very careful if you don't make a good run i ain't saying shit but like will loomis smoked one the other night and i love him to do that he's he's a bad cat he's probably i mean when when he's bulldogging good that cat is he's hard to beat unreal but you know like in collar when and in stockton and all those like so it's not like i'm just popping off to you're Some just in the mix, still, you know. Bro. Yeah, Hell yeah. And when they do good, man, I'll run out and give them a high five. You know, I've done that with you because, like, I'm excited because I like to see my friends do good. Hell yeah. You know, because, and and, and that's what just, I love so much about bulldogging is how everybody takes care of everybody. You know, uh, through helping out, and oh, I mean, yeah. it's you don't see that in other events, and I I really thought that you would see that more with expensive fuel season. Yeah. I thought you'd see like calf ropers thrown in together and, and you think uh, it's not happening. No, they're you, they're still kind of rodeoing like they've. Oh yeah, you man, I, you got to be careful out there, man. There's just guys that they don't care about everybody else. It's about them too. Like, yeah. and you get your circle of guys and bull, bulldogging's way better. I feel like than most events. I feel like the bronc riding. I don't know a lot of them guys, but they seem pretty 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 cool like that kind of too. I mean, you probably oh, yeah. know more about that than I do. Yeah, guys. there's a good group. I mean, in, in all of rodeo, we got a badass bunch of people right now. Hell yeah, dude! You know, and especially like the younger guys that are coming up, and in, in you know, uh, like Rocker Steiner. Oh, like he's just, a stud, ain't he? Just killing it and having fun. Don't and, don't you just love all the haters on him too? I don't know how you can hate on. All right, I mean, an eighteen year old that's unreal. Dude, I hear so many times like, "Oh, they loaded him up," and this kid is just raking Virgil. I know, right? <laughs> He's Eighteen, spurring down Virgil, man. Well, and, and they they do that too. Like uh, I seen a deal the other day. They're talking about Kincaid Henry, which uh, him and that uh, oh the kid that Riley Webb. Oh, he's a he was stud. on. You know, Riley Webb's nineteen, and I'm bad a bad dude. I, you know, they them guys are unreal. Uh, and Shad Mayfield, unreal, oh, unreal yeah. Roper. Love those guys. They're they're kicking ass, and you know. Uh, one of those guys put a video on. I think it was. I don't know if it was Ken Kate or if it was Shad. And somebody put on there. Yeah, it must be easier to rope when that's all you got to do. <laughs> hey, dumbass! When that's all you. When you're making a shit ton of money, yeah. that's all you got to do. It's yeah. not. You know. That's like saying, like, say you got this badass pipeline welder. You're like, he's a stud, just making shit tons of money welding. You roll up and you go, man, that's all you do is weld. The only reason you can weld like that. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Don't make some money. Yeah. It, <laughs> And I'm that's why I'm looking so forward to the NFR this year because I think we're going to have a lot of new guys, yeah. You know, and like uh, uh, the bareback ride, and also that Lane McGee. So I don't know he's him. Freaking awesome. He's uh, too. Huh? Tim po- uh, uh, Tim Pope, Tim O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Jess Pope who rodeo together. You know. Okay. Badasses. <laughs> yeah, Jess, definitely. Jess Pope's brother, Ty Pope, 
just won the the college national finals by oh, one point over Cole Franks, which Cole Franks is badass and Man. made the NFR last year. And Trail told me about him before he made him. I caught a ride with Trail some rodeos, and they were talking about. And he was telling me how that that kid's legit. And the next thing I know, I, I kind of started paying attention. He's just winning. At, he oh winning yeah, everything. And in the team roping, I mean, they've already kind of started kicking ass. But um, from Casper, Wyoming, Jet Johnson's boys. Oh yeah, I don't know, really know them. I guess they're they're killing it. Yeah. Of course, we already talked about the tie down roping bulldog and Walt, Walt Arnold and Gus. Oh, yeah. and, you know they're they got a, a good bunch of uh, of guys and you know in the bull riding. Uh, you know the bull riding it's it's so hard to kind of know because it goes so different ways because like like one of the coaches was telling me up there they're like it's hard to recruit a really good bull rider in college because if they're really good they can go to a PBR in the weekend yeah. and make twenty grand. It's hard yeah. to be like. Hey, I want you to come to Panola College. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're we'll gonna give money. you a dorm room and, and <laughs> comp your classes. But uh, get your books free. <laughs> I mean, there there's several young guys. I don't really know a lot of the bull riders, but like I, in the PRCA, you know, with Laramie Mosley's back from his neck injury, and and uh, he's placing here. And of course, you know, Maverick. Um, so who's going to get it this year? The Sage is out. Then any out? Yeah, doggone it, he's out. But. I tell you what, what an optimistic dude. And if anybody in rodeo needs someone to look up to, Sage, because Sage is like, you know what, I'm injured, I'm out for the year, but, man, I still won over 100000 this year. Oh, and shit, I've been huh? able to win <laughs> since I've been able to do all this with no injury. So thank thank you for um, all the time. But, you know, he's got his new baby boy at home and, and uh, w- just a gracious dude, you know. What a great guy. So – um, Stetson stays healthy. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, now, say he won it last year too, right? Yes. See, I'm not really caught up on boy. He's won it like eight, seven, eight times in a row. Seven. Correct? So yeah. he's he's now at seven. Okay. All so right. six, and then Stetson was on, then Sage. God, so them rights, them them guys are unbelievable, ain't they? And they're good people. Yeah, I don't know them that good. They seem like it, but dude, I, all they do is win. They are they're like the nicest bunch of people. Like. I don't know how anybody can ever have a bad thing to say about the rights. I like they're that friendly, commercial when that nice. one's like, I eat, sleep, bronc riding or something. It's cool ass commercial. Like he does. You could do, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, that's and they legit. do. They're just, they're such a good rodeo family. Like yeah. Stetson, Stetson obviously is, you know, he's, he's a little different than the other ones because he's just happy go lucky and, and he's a talker. And, but, um, you know, Jake and Jesse, they were, they're all. I got to see all those in, in um, Lehigh last week. So uh, they, I'm, I'm hoping big things out of the Wright family for the summer, and, and we're hoping big things for your guys' crew. So I better wrap it up. It's about production meeting time. Oh yeah, you better get on that. And uh, Blake, so good to have you on here. And oh, yeah, buddy. we, we're gonna probably air this next week, and we're hoping by the time this airs, you and your whole crew is just dirty rich. And you're, <laughs> And you're you're lighting cigarettes off hundred dollar bills. Yeah. And you're at pool parties, and that's probably going to happen. Maybe <laughs> minus the pool party deal. Maybe just the lake at Estes. But oh, <laughs> might have a cig. Well, everybody, on behalf of all of us at Rump Chat, Hambone had to run up to turn on a sound machine. But um, Gold Buckle Beer, Pete Car Rodeo, our good friends at RodeoPatch.com. If you need anything, as far as that goes, check it out, Rodeo Patch, and uh, Manscape. Don't forget oh. Rump Chat Twenty. Eddie. 20% off. Free shipping. Go to manscaped.com. And don't forget, if you're going to drink whiskey, drink the most smoothest, best whiskey. Pendleton whiskey. America's fastest growing whiskey. 
On behalf of Rump Chat, I'd like to leave you with this. Have a happy 4th of July, everybody, and live it up. Live it up. <laughs> we'll see you, everybody. <laughs>